generations is complete. The great error is corrected. The day of victory is at hand. The day of revenge. The day of the Sith. That's right. It's that day. It's that time. It is the culmination of 42 years of cinema. And we're here to talk about it and guide you through it. This is the full-length review of Rise of the Skywalker. This is our Not reviews. Not just you. Rise of the Skywalker, but all Star Wars. It's going to go through everything. Throw everything. Put it all on the table. The Last Jedi. Yes. And the prequels. Forever. In-depth review of The Last Jedi. All forever. So that will be what we're doing. This is Our Reviews Will Kill You. Uh, the pop culture podcast that reviews all sorts of fun things. I'm the man they know as E, uh, also an attorney. And uh, you may know my other cohorts by name by now. It is the effervescent Scott Keebler. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Ah, yes. That could be the ugliest yet best Christmas sweater. That is sweater. the most amazing Christmas sweater of all time. Thanos. Less people, more bourbon. Thank you very much. Most amazing, incredible Christmas sweater of all time as white fluffies from my Santa hat go flying around the room. I'm also used to seeing you on camera, but I don't actually don't see a camera screen on your camera. That's because the back is on saver mode. If you tap it, you'll see what's going on. Oh, I want to see what's on that camera. Tap it. Tap Ooh. that shit. Tappy tap. Tappy tap. There you go. Now you see Ooh, it. Now I see it. Now you see it. Oh, I wanted to make sure that your sweater was being filmed properly. Yeah. Yeah, baby. And then there's the most ridiculous and least verfescent. Super oompaloompin. What? Super doompin. That doesn't make any sense. Noobaloobin. Noob noob. Star Trek is better. Star Trek. Yes. Star Trek. Yeah, really? You're a big Star Trek fan. Star Trek. Star Troopers. You're not even a. You're not even into Star what did Trek. You call it? Star Troopers. It's not called Star, Star Troopers. Fish? All he's doing is just trolling. I mean, that's what he does because he's a troll. He's not even a good one. Starlight. I mean, it'd be so, nice if you even like Star any Bright. good at trolling, but you're not. You're horrible. So you're saying he's not an orc. He's a troll. He's not quite the orc, but more a troll. Not man enough to be I'm an, a an orc. Troll. <laughs> sure. Close enough. Troll orc. Twerk. A twerk. Or an oral. You should go twerking. Or oral. I can't twerk. I don't have the hips for it. Okay. You don't have the hips for it? No, not for twerking, no. These hips don't lie? No, they do lie. I can't move them. <laughs> Arthritis is a bitch. Ah, uh, yeah. yes. Yeah. A lot of thrusting while winning at Madden in the younger years just did not do my hips well. All that diddling? Had a whole lot of hip flexors from my dad beating me. Oh. Um, sure. Run away so, from the cops. From yeah, all like the drugs. Yeah, like like you were a bad boy growing up. I Hopping was a fences. bad boy. Uh-huh. I was the baddest of boys. Yeah. Yeah. You know the, the movie with Michael Bay and, and Martin Lawrence and Will Smith? They made that after me. Bad Boys for Life. Ah, uh, yes. Makes perfect sense. It makes the most sense. 
So before we get into Rise of the Skywalker, uh, I guess we'll say that it's for the, the first part, Rise of Skywalker. It's not going to be. We're so not going to spoil. This is what we're doing. We're doing it. We're going right in from the very start. No, no news. Not, no nothing. We're going right yeah. in. What news? What news? The news is we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah, we're going right in hard. You have news? I, d- I don't. There's something you'd like to announce? News will kill you. Star Wars special. I thought you were going to say, like, starring uh, new new Star Wars as the douche. Starring Noob Noob as douche Canoobish. <laughs> douche Canoobish. <laughs> starring that sounds like a Star Wars name. Starring Z. Z2D2. As talkest out my Estonian. That does What? Talk out my ass. I, no, I, I got that. That yeah. just doesn't sound Star Wars at all. What about no, Z2D2? Z2D2? All right. Starring Z as Z2D2. And does Scott get to be a Wookiee? Scott as Porkins Jr. Porkins Jr. There already was a Porkins Jr. in the uh, <laughs> in these new sequels. Oh, was that the fat guy that died? Yes. Okay. And he died again. And he did. That's, Porkins and died. That's, that's okay. not a bad spoiler. No, no. We are going to avoid sto- spoilers for a little bit, and we will warn you before we get into it. So... If you want to listen for a little bit and hit pause when we get to that so you can go see the movie for yourself. If you haven't seen the movie, like I'm sure 90% of the population has at this point. Yeah. What's Star Wars? What is Star Wars? I don't know. What is Star Wars? Well, a long time ago. In a galaxy. galaxy Far, far away. Technically, oh, this all is in the past, isn't it? Yeah. It's in the past. How do they have that kind of technology in the past? That just doesn't really add up. What do you mean? Like you think techno- technology moves in a straight line? Because yes, it's it future past. It's just like time. So moves how come we don't line? know how to make pyramids anymore? Unless it's in America, it just isn't real. Yeah, how did we forget how to make pyramids? Yeah. We didn't forget, we're just choosing not to. <laughs> we don't like triangles. They they forgot that how that technology works, so but yes, technology, we don't know. We might be the least technologically advanced civilization in the universe or the most. We don't know. It's possible. Definitely Anything is more possible. more advanced than the snake planet. When you're dealing with galaxies far, far away. I mean, the snake planet did give us snake jazz, so. Somewhere, somewhere out there, there is a space Cthulhu. A space, c- space Cthulhu. There could be a space Cthulhu. That's a rapey tentacle monster, right? That yes. was in Solo. That was in one of those horrible movies, yes. Space Cthulhu. So. And Hellboy. So are we going to get into the uh, the nitty and the gritty of this thing first? No. I think no. we should talk about um, how we got here. What, this is the 11th movie in, in the Star Wars franchise? So it'd be sure. nice if we had like a timeline here, if only someone could pull that up. No. But <sighs> we're going to start with episode Four was re- released. Which was never called episode four. It, no, it was episode four. In the beginning scroll, episode four. That was added. A after. New Hope. Technically, it, I don't think it was actually added. From the very later. beginning? No. Uh, Not from as, the 1977 edition? As, as far as I can remember, it was always there. Episode four, so A New Hope. you were born in it was always there. I wasn't, but as far as I can remember. This uh, is going what? back into my memory. Let me is. stop you right there. Uh, so, in the chronological order, if you want to watch all the Star Wars movies, it's episode one, fun fact, episode two, big surprise, episode three, then Solo, then Rogue One, then episode five, then episode six, that that doesn't make any sense, where's episode four? Ha <laughs> ha, you're an idiot. 
Way to blow it. Wow, Where is episode four? That one up. <laughs> I'm confused. CNET is not very good for you. Well, it looks, like, it? Uh, looks like I don't think you're the one that screwed that one I don't up understand. There. You yeah. may want to go down to the next one. It says, how to watch every Star Wars movie this, online in chronological this order. This is confusing. Because they screwed up. Um, yeah. Here, how about that? What was the correct order of the Star Wars movies? Try Let's that one. Let's do that. Okay. Nope, not long Is in enough. the release order. Oh, well, they're saying the best way to watch it is in the release order, starting with A New Hope. So watch it. Watch I think it, that is the best watch way. It that the, wasn't called episode four? I think you should watch it that way because four, five, and six were absolutely incredible. They started this whole thing. They're the ones that crazed, created the Star Wars universe. Because one, two, and three, if you didn't have four, five, and six, you'd be out. I don't, th- is, I don't think you could start with one, two, and three and be a Star Wars fan. No, I think it's uh, it's hard, though, to catch one that hasn't been digitally altered. Uh, in fact, there was an article about J.J. Abrams asking for the original theatrical release of the 1977 Star Wars, and even he could not pry that out of George Lucas's cold, no, unless you got on dead hands. Yeah, if you got on VHS somewhere, then you have the original version, but outside of that, you don't have it. I might have that. That's a good question. I wonder if I do. I know I have, like... I got tired of buying the. I'm gonna need that if you do have. I need. I need four, five, and six in the original VHS form because I have somebody I'm taking through the Star Wars timeline right now, and she just did episode two. We're about to do three, and I want to give her the original four, five, and six. Yeah, I don't want to give her the, the the freaking redone ones with the the extra singing in McClunky. in Jabba's hut and and freaking McClunky. you know I don't want that crap. The only problem is is that they look better on like Disney Plus. They they are going to look better because the the old school everything's been remastered to look yeah, a lot better, and that's VHS I agree with that. VHS is going to look wonky, wonky, of course. But <laughs> they'll be like, even what then, is this old timey television thing? Even then, it's still better than that the the animated crap redos that they did. Like well, that's that scene that scene in in uh, New Hope with uh, Solo and Jabba. You that's unnecessary. useless, unnecessary, completely unnecessary. It doesn't add anything to the plot. No, and they didn't even know that they're going to make Jabba like a big. It was a tiny Scottish man. Yeah. So so what was it? So this all started with Episode Four in nineteen seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Yeah, it was forty-two years ago. Great. Back back in the time when we had just gone from black and white to color, and the world was just learning new things. <laughs> Reefer Madness was still a thing, no, and we were recoiling was like from Vietnam. World War II had just ended. What? what? <laughs> Stop talking. Yeah, they they just invented women TVs. were just allowed to TVs vote. TVs were just invented, and women still can't vote. We were me sh- too. Did not happen yet. No, they had Epstein only been me. Still had not killed himself yet. <laughs> Long before then, Epstein was still alive, <laughs> taking young girls to the uh, uh, the Rape New Island. Hope. Rape to Island was still to a watch thing. A new, uh, private screenings of New Hope. Yeah, so I have a lot of, uh, I guess there's a lot of member berries buried in, in the, that original trilogy. Tons of member berries. I mean, that's, I mean, we grew up with, you, Z, you and I, we grew up with. Because you're old. Four, five, and six. Not because we're old, because yeah. we grew up with it. You're old. We were born, we were born around the time of episode. And fat. Six, I believe. I was born fat, yes. And balding. Me too. So, 
around episode six was where I was born, I believe. Boba Fett? Around Boba Fett time. Around so, the times of Boba so, Fett. So these have always been there for me. I remember watching these when they were super young, get into it right away. And, and these have always been, you know, close to my heart. And was, I think that's why you see the fans react so uh, vehemently about the new Disney Star Wars releases and, and everything there. Yeah, I mean, should you really be mad about who shot first? I don't think so. Not really. I don't think it's that big a deal about who shot first. It's just the tinkering. Like, we don't need Mandela Unnecess- effects. Unnecessary tinkering. Yeah, just you, you got to stop tweaking your movies. You, you know, there's things that we saw and then you see it again. You're like, wait, I don't remember that. And then it starts to make things a little fuzzy for you. It, it does screw with the memory and it does make me wonder if, you know, the drugs that I took at a very young age are still affecting me today. Spoiler alert, they are. <laughs> so then we move on. So the interesting thing that we can go back to is and we'll tie this into the actual review, is there is a lot of material in between the original trilogy and the new release, the uh, the new prequels, which were released in, the, what, the, the, the best early ones, 90s? Yeah. The best ones. And a lot of that... That's one, two, and three. That's called Legends, right? It's Star Wars Legends now, because they made all of that non-canon. Some of it they've brought back in, but basically everything from Force Awakens on is now canon and everything before that. But a lot of that material relates to the greater universe and, and some of the things that people are like, I don't understand and why some of the critics are giving people crap over things. It's like, so, no, this already happened. So it's we're okay. Saying, so we're saying, so four, five, so Force Awakens is where the canon begins. Mm, yep. No. What? Yes, it is. Uh, the only things that are considered official canon are the movies and anything that was written after Force Awakens starts. That includes Rebels. Um, I think the Clone Wars is counted in that too, but that's it. Everything outside of it. And like I said, we'll get to so, this. But so the, the cartoons. The, Which ones? The, the Clone um, Wars? No, the, the cartoons on Disney, um, not Disney Plus, the, the Disney um, animated, Disney Kids or whatever. Where, the little um, short things? No, 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 no. The the, the cartoons, uh, Star Wars Rebels. That's part of canon. That's canon because it came out after Force Awakens. Okay, so that's still canon. So what's yeah. n- so so? There's not a Here's whole lot two, of things that aren't canon. That's totally not true. There's a huge all the books that were written, like uh, uh, Truce Bakura, the Jedi. Uh, what the hell are the other books? Uh, the, the the biggest one is the Thrawn trilogy, the Heir to the Empire trilogy. We could also t- we'll t- we'll touch on the Dark Empire, which was a graphic novel. So there's a lot of stuff that shows up that's not that's there, but it it it, it, it they act as if it's not. So who who decided what is and isn't canon then? Disney Disney did. Okay. Once George Lucas lost it, see essentially what happened is after the first trilogy, because you got to remember George Lucas did not write the second. And third movies, uh, he gave them the, the the groundwork for it, but he didn't write it. And he essentially commissioned really good authors like Timothy Zahn to do the second, like the the episodes uh, seven, eight, and nine were actually supposed to be the Thrawn trilogy. But the books were so popular, they just kept making more of them and more of them and more trilogies. There's a trilogy about Luke starting a new um, Jedi school and training a whole new order of Jedi. So 
all of that stuff was was removed. And these are all just like actual written books with just words and not pictures. Yep. Just I don't words. I don't like them. Wordies. I, I they call I, them wordies. I, I don't I don't really handle those wordies good. I need pictures. Or do they call them? McClunky? This is why I was McClunky. much better. That's this is why I was much better with with books like Playboy when I was a child because there was pictures involved. Ah, uh, I thought it, you got it just for did the. Did your articles. pages start to well, stick together? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did get them for the articles, but the pictures did help. Yes. It, they, they, that was what kept my attention. Did you have trouble separating the pages after a while, Scott? After the third or fourth weed, yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. use the coupon for Gillette? Of course. Oh, my of God. Of course, because I was shaving at a very young age. I started growing my beard <laughs> at, at the tender age of seven. Seven. Oh my actually. So, uh. Um, sh- keep those yeah, balls clean I needed, for Santa, I huh? that, um, Yeah, yeah. Actually, the hair didn't start growing there until about 10. So, around 11 is when I started cleaning That's them up. That's very specific. I Double know, digits. Right? I knew that, of course. Huh. Okay. So then, uh, after the original prequels, things sat around for a little while. Those were in, the, what, the early 90s? Uh, no. Yeah. Phantom Menace? 99, like 2002 and 2005? So late 90s? You sure about that? The prequels? You have a list right there. I'm Watch looking, f- motherfucker. I'm a looking. Yeah. Episode 3 was 2005. Okay, so episode when would that make the was first? Oh, so the and early episode one 2000s. Was 99. Isn't that what I said? Early, say early 90s. No, you said early, early 90s. 90s. Okay. Then Let's say yeah, early 2000s. Piece of shit. So 99, Phantom Menace came out. I remember walking out of that movie going um, to, another cool. law, uh, to another lifelong Star Wars fan. I was like, did I like that movie? Because I don't know. And I'm pretty sure I I think didn't. this was also, remember, 99 is bef- long before we were thinking about being TV critics, before we realized we had a talent for this. Ah, uh, this is um, true. This is, this is while Noob Noob was just starting to realize that there was hair on his balls. So, uh, well, you know, he was, he, was, he was a couple years behind us. About eight years old. So I can understand why for us, one, two, and three back then, we may have enjoyed, actually, I don't even think I ever really enjoyed Phantom Metis. Clone Wars. No. I may have enjoyed Clone Wars and um, what's episode Revenge three? of the Revenge Sith. Revenge of the Sith a little more, but I know Phantom Menace I hated from the very start. I hated that kid more than yeah. anything else in the world. Phantom Any- Menace sucks. Uh, Clone Wars actually went to the premiere and there were like a whole boatload of... St- I think I went to Dawn the premiere Troopers. at the... Um, I think it was the, the, there's a theater in Orlando where like the Star Wars ride is and all that crap. I think I went to the premiere there because there were stormtrooper battalions all over the place and things like that. It's adorable. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And uh, that was, I was like, that this movie sucks too. <laughs> that movie was pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah. And then the revi- I, and and the thing is, is George Lucas kept getting criticized, and they're like, "We need it darker. We want more action." And then he gave us Revenge of the Sith, and I was like, "This still sucks. well." And and it's funny because I was watching Episode Two. I was watching, I forget what that's called again. No, you were watching Revenge. Oh, Clone Clone Wars. Attack I, was watching, of the I watched Clone Wars. No, it's Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. No, it's Clone Wars. No, it's Attack no. of the Clones. So I was episode watching two. Attack of the Clones recently with uh-huh. with this this girl who I'm taking through the Star Wars universe. That's hot. And I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, oh my god, I hate Anakin so much. Everyone hates Anakin. He's horrible. Hayden Christensen, right? Yeah, the guy he doesn't even act anymore. Horrible. So bad. And him. definitely the one, he was the one person. Actually, uh, Natalie Portman was also horrible. She was a wooden plank. In that movie. She was a wooden plank. She had the weirdest dumb smile. Her acting was horrific. Did you know that Kira Knightley... I don't, I, I don't even know if I hate her, but I know I hate her in this movie. Did you know that Kira Knightley played her 
her double? Uh, body double that gets killed. Oh, really? And I think this, I could be wrong about this one. The Emmy Rossum's the other one. I, I, I might be wrong about that one, I but I know I Keira could have Knightley gone. I, if Kira Knightley was the one that survived and Natalie Portman was the one who was killed, I would have been much happier with that. <laughs> Because she was so bad. Breaking between heart. between her and Anakin in that movie were so freaking bad. Between their acting, Anakin's bitchy whining, and it's it was incredible how bad that movie was. And I think a lot of it has to do with the green. Like that was really the dawn of green screen acting, where you know people are literally talking to sticks with green balls. Yeah, on and them. that's probably why when when Natalie Portman first meets Jar Jar Binks. Oh, by the way, Jar Jar was also a reason I hated that movie. And he goes on about where he came from and how he went up there. She gave him this weird, like, kind of smile that wasn't even a smile. Just like she she was showing her teeth at him. Like, what? I, I, I can't explain how dumb some of these, like, facial expressions were. It was a horrible Horrible. Movie. So that whole Emmy Rawson thing, you just made that shit up. She might she not be this. Just oh, why didn't you just Google who nope. were the bodyguards for fucking Queen Amidala? Stupid. Queen the other thing, May. The other isn't th- her name Amidala? Am- no, it's um Amidala Padme. Huh? Amidala Padme. Queen Amidala. Yeah, but isn't Padme? Amidala Padme. First name. I know it's not Shmi. Or is it Padme Amidala? I so dumb. Any, anyway, also one, two, and three was where they came up with the midichlorian crap. Which, funny enough, apparently George Lucas wanted to explore that a whole lot more if he had had control of these. So glad that that didn't no. happen. But that leaves us with the junk that we have currently, which is Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. And and we'll skip over for now, but they're probably going to play in with. Um, the the solo movie and oh rogue first one. we got rogue one yeah rogue one which i thought was trash it clearly was edited poorly has like a lot of recuts i didn't care about the fe- spoiler alert they all die in the end and i didn't well, care yeah single well one we kind of kinda knew that i mean then not so- to mention it undoes the last scene with vader which everybody thinks is cool as hell undoes everything that what did he get tired from that and then when he walks into the ship five minutes later he's like i'll just stand here and wait yeah, i'll just stand here and look at this window right here it was uh, still I'm, awesome you know what was the point no, though the was point, no point was that it. he was so powerful and so i didn't need to see him chopping up a bunch of people i don't need people doing backflips with lightsabers and flipping over i want to see intensity you know one mistake with a lightsaber you're losing your your yeah, arm you're obviously cut your own head off so I like the old lightsaber battles. I, I think the the newer ones are dumb with the flippy flips and the jump arounds and all that bullshit. I'd rather see two people like intently fighting each other with a lot of emotion in it. Then you get or you, talking to each other with a lot of emotion, which is something we lost in the first and second and third movie. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. The whole thing seems kind of fucking stupid. But uh, th- so. Then you get Solo, which no one asked for, and uh, eh, it was just okay. It wasn't really good or bad. I think Solo was just a money grab, was all it was. It's just yeah, boring. Well, I don't think I, money, so. I still, and I still don't think I've watched all of Solo. I think I fell asleep both times I tried to see it. I fell asleep the second time I tried to watch it. Yeah, I think I haven't gotten through it once. I've listened to the song by Jason Derulo called Solo more than I've watched Solo, ah, Star Wars Story. Cool. And have you listened to that song? I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm riding solo. Hmm. I'm riding so- what the hell is that? That was probably my phone causing yes. the Thanks. static on the thing. Piece of shit. 
Yep. Happens. So then the Force Awakens happens, and it's J.J. Abrams at his J.J. Abramsist just making a remake of a movie we've already seen that was better. But with a cool villain that has a helmet that sounds cool. No. Are you talking about no, Captain he, Phasma? He didn't. No, Captain Phasma was a bitch. Uh, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yes, Ben Skywalker. Who's just another, he's just Vader. Yeah, but he sounds cooler. I'm going to punch her in the face because I'm so angry. And he had like several scenes where he just like lost his shit and just stabbed a bunch of computers with a lightsaber. That because was he was a whiny little bitch. Because apparently all, je- all Sith are just whiny little bitches. Well, you got to remember that Darth Sidious, the Emperor, is pretty, uh, is a pretty slick guy there. And he, he preys on those whiny so little he, bitches. He preys on. So basically, if you're a whiny little bitch, you're going to be a Sith. Does that mean Darth Maul must have been a whiny little bitch? Darth Maul was definitely enough. a whiny little bitch. When he did, I'm pretty sure it was whiny. He was whiny. And kind of bitchy. So, so what we're saying is noob noobs could be a Sith. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, you're a whiny little bitch. Oh, my God. Will run through me. Oh, my God. Stab me with your saber. Yes. See, give me that So, saber. Force Awakens kind of... Like, I just... I don't like it. I, I don't think it's a good movie. It, it wasn't. It wasn't <clears throat> a good movie. It was... I, there's, like, one or two scenes I kind of like. Um, I like this lightsaber duel in the forest. Looks really cool. I still, I still don't remember anything from that movie. That's how forgettable it was. I remember Captain Phasma gets dumped in a trash compactor. Wasn't that? No, was that Last Jedi? No, that was Force Awakens. They gave Ray like fucktard strength for no reason in the first one. Yes, and the second one. See, I have an explanation for that though. In before they actually explain it? No, because they don't. Ex- I don't think they explain it. Yes, well, they do. Now, did they have to explain it? They kind of explain why she's super powerful. Sort of. I, I think we can connect it and make it make sense for the audience. When sure. we do, when, we'll um, talk about we'll, that. When we get to spoilers, sure, then. Sure, 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 sure. Will that be part of the spoilers? Yes. Sure. Okay. And then they had the that last Jedi. Ooh. There was the, crystal the, puppers. Let's spit on the fans. There was and crystal puppers, though. They should just call it, we spit on fans. Crystal puppers. So What bad. was the point of the crystal puppers? I don't know. Uh-huh. They, they were they, there. They were there. There was red sand, I so think, wait, right? What's a crystal pupper? salt. Oh, yeah. Oh, red red salt. In the, in the, yeah, the crystal foxes in the red sand land. Yeah. Which also had no point whatsoever. No. There was a lot of real poor creative choices. So I guess what happened with Disney Star Wars is that they took the feedback that The Force Awakened played it too safe and was a remake, and they were like, okay, we made this by committee. Let's give Ryan Johnson the ability to do whatever he wants. And Ryan Johnson, and it's been interesting, there's been a battle pl- being played out in, in the news or, or in the access media where people pander to get access to these these people where jj abrams and john boyega and we reported on this and um oscar isaacs they've all been complaining like you know we didn't like some of the choices that were in the last jedi we didn't understand it Uh, john boyega has been very vocal about it where he even said that he sat down with mark hamill well he doesn't understand because he lost the script and had no idea what was going on well that's true but he didn't lose the Last Jedi script, and he he sat down with Mark Hamill and said how much Mark and him commiserated over they didn't understand the creative choices because they were both Star Wars fans. I mean, obviously Mark Hamill. I mean, Hamill had to. He's, but John a, Boyega, this has been his entire life. As a fan, though, is was going. I don't make none of these decisions make any sense to me. 
So uh, they didn't make sense to anybody. Brian Johnson comes back recently and says, he says that he thinks audiences should be challenged when they see movies and that you shouldn't have any fan service and you shouldn't play to the fans. Because yeah, he really overestimated the American public. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, if you don't want to be part of a trilogy, don't make a trilogy. Um, like, don't be part of it. Also, shouldn't when you do a trilogy, shouldn't it also involve, like, the same person doing all three? Well, like, that's not what happened with the original Star Wars. They had different directors. But it wasn't... And Lu- different screenwriters. But wasn't Lucas at the helm the whole time? He gave the overarching story. Yeah, which is which is what worked for there. And the same thing that worked for Marvelverse is he had Kevin one guy Feige, yeah. who's overseeing the entire thing. Well, they have Kathleen Kennedy who oversees everything. She's just real good at firing people. All right, well, that's not necessarily a good boss. She fired uh, what Colin Trevorrow, who was supposed to direct episode nine and got writing credit on episode nine, and nobody really knows why. Hmm. Him and his writing partner got... Uh, screenplay credit for episode nine. So then, so th- so now we have Last Jedi. Which so here's what I'd like to ask, as fans and and as you know, the critics gave gave it really high reviews. I think it's like ninety something percent. The Last Jedi, then yes, okay. and the but the fans, I think it's a forty eight percent. And obviously, there was some sort of review bombing that went on, or who knows exactly what the deal was, but. I ask you, if you watched The Force Awakens and then you see The Last Jedi, where exactly would you like any writer to go at the end of The Last Jedi? Where could the script possibly go? The Rebellion's decimated. You have Rey and Finn and Poe left. And then you have those slave kids. Um, and that's the last shot of the movie. Where are they supposed to go with this? They're screwed. There's nowhere to go with it. I mean, honestly, I was hoping they wouldn't go anywhere with it because at that point, I wanted the Star Wars universe to end right then and there. Just be done. Just be done because that's how miserable Last Jedi made me. That's how mad I was at that movie that a fanatic as I was did not want to ever see another Star Wars movie again. I actually was said multiple times to be quoted, I will not see Rise of Skywalker. And I'm going to be eating crow later. We know that. <laughs> but I, that's that's how pissed off Last Jedi made me, was I did not want to see it go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, after 215,000 reviews, Last Jedi sits at 43%. And 91% for the critics. So the critics, I mean, here we Love go. It. Once again, the critics are wrong. Well, and here's where, if we want to start getting into Last Jedi without spoilers... Well, last, the, last Jedi we can get into without spoilers. Oh, we're talking about spoilers about Skywalker. I, I mean, I'm talking about, yeah, Rise of Skywalker. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's, again, it's the opposite. It, there's a, the critics didn't like it. It's a 57% with the critics and 86% with the fans, and that's 22%. Now, I am by no means a J.J. Abrams fan, but if you're asking my opinion, I liked it. Uh, I think he saved it. Here's here's where I'm going to eat some crow. Um, I did not want to see this movie. I wanted to walk away from the Star Wars universe. I did not want to ever revisit this. And you go back to past episodes, I was animate about that. I liked this movie. I and liked Noob it. Noob? I liked it a lot. There was sabers. 
Did you like? Do, do you agree with eighty six percent? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was easily the best of the new trilogy. I say I would agree. It's easily I, the you best know what's of the funny? new trilogy. I I would give it eighty six percent, but I would only give the second half of the movie that eighty six percent. I give it more would, like a lower, like maybe an eighty or seventy nine. I like, would look. At, it is not a good movie because there's a lot wrong with it. But as far as like my enjoyment level of it and the pacing and the direction. And the look of it, now, see, I'm have, okay with it. I have issues with that. Now, I would say the 57% that the critics gave it, I would agree with that for the first half of the movie. And then the 86% that the fans gave it, I would agree with that for the second half of the movie. I could, And I actually know the exact moment of time in this movie, and this isn't a spoiler, this was in the trailer, the exact moment that I enjoyed this movie was when they found the crashed Death Star. Okay. That's I, I can pinpoint that as the time and place in that movie that I actually enjoyed it, and from that point on, I thought it was a really good movie. Huh. Up until that point, you were like, Ey. I hated it. I want I wanted to get up and walk out. I was so mad at what was going on, and I thought it was such a piece of crap, which I was expecting, up until that moment, and then that moment, and from that point on, I completely flipped. So I would say from the audience perspective, if you really, really liked Last Jedi, there's a good chance that you will not like Nobody Rise of really liked Last Jedi. There are a handful of people. Those I, people I've are seen stupid. It, I, I've seen it in several of the movie reviewers that we uh, interact with on Instagram that, that put it real high. They put it up above the original trilogy. I actually can tell you... Uh, Those are dumb movie reviewers. I actually can tell you level. somebody we know who has been into the studio before who was a fanatic of Last Jedi and thought it was a really good movie. Indigo Deets? Kevin. Who's he Ke- was a big oh. fan Kevin, of... Uh, Kevin, regular, Kevin and regular, Kevin. He's called Regular Kevin. Regular Kevin, who has a... Jedi symbol tattooed on his arm and a wow. and a, a, a X wing tattooed on his chest. Big fan then. A huge fan. Yeah, I was yeah. actually hoping to get somebody like him in to be like a fanatic, you know, yeah. point of view. He was a huge fan of Last Jedi. Last time we were talking, he was going about how much he loved it. And then, of course, I sat there and picked apart, and he doesn't like it anymore. He should go with a lightsaber tattooed, starting at his dick all the way up to his tits. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but but so they they are out there. And I, I think that this movie with J.J. does a lot to course correct. He had a lot of work to do. And as we go through the spoiler section, we'll, we'll itemize virtually everything that they did to course correct. I think uh, we, might, we may have to get into that. What do you All think? All right. Are we ready? Yes. Are we ready? Let's dive in. We have spent four minutes I have not talking about three. Spoilers. I have three pages of notes. Wow, as I lead is, us through this discussion, this is going to be a five-hour episode. Of Star Wars. Warning! Warning! From here on out, the movie will be spoiled. Your faith in your friends is yours. There's kissing. Spoiler. There's kissing. Kissing. Shut up. You're, there, there I'm leading kissing. this discussion. There was kissing. I'm going to turn your mic off. No tongue. Shut your mouth. I wish there was tongue. So uh, did we explain the Fortnite thing in the beginning? I forget if we did. So yes. Yeah, so, so that's where. So in the beginning of this movie, as the credits are scrolling up, they come out of nowhere and they said Palpatine's voice was heard amongst a broadcast. It actually opens. It says the dead speak in the opening crawl. And 
for those of you who did not play Fortnite, they never actually play the message in the movie, but we did play the message for you at the very beginning of this episode. Now, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to play that again so we can be refreshed on what this Fortnite message was. At last, the work of generations is complete. The great error is corrected. The day of victory is at hand. The day of revenge. The day of the Sith. So, so Fortnite, Fortnite, which is not a Star Wars game. It is not. It just had a Star Wars special. It has a very large audience of people that they want to see the movie. So I think that that's why they did that. I'm sure they might have even paid to do it. So, so what? Did they just randomly do that in Fortnite and JJ's like, hey, this is a good idea. Let's roll with this. Or do you think that was part of their cross-promotional plan? That's part of it. So for sure, they also, also a loss. So, so for hate. somebody like me who doesn't know what Fortnite is, when he got into the beginning of Skywalker, and here it comes, the dead speak, and they talk about Palpatine out of effing nowhere. It yeah, was just so fast and clunky and forced that I did not like that at all. Like I was already ready to walk out when I saw that. It was like I knew the Palpatine was going to return. I kn- heard his laugh in the commercials, yeah, and it was well. obvious. And then out of nowhere, they throw it in the in the scrolling credits in the beginning, and all of a sudden, it's like, all right, well, we're just going to jump into this with both feet, I guess. Then, like, what the what the fuck? So. I guess, and people had a real issue with this. A lot of the critics do. And the question is, how did Palpatine survive? How does he get there? Like, what's the deal? Well, I guess the theory is that he was part of, I mean, the whole cloning technology was all like dark technology and not happy stuff. And it was like stuff that was able to rescue him and keep him alive and stuff like that. And that is, and he does explain as well that he created Snoke and maybe he cloned a body and was using him as a puppet. So for the for the people who were the critics who were like, well, this came out of nowhere. Clearly, they explained it in the prequels. Well, the cloning technology. The critics, the critics that were also pissed about it were like, well, he obviously got electrocuted and burned up, and then in the middle of a, a Death Star that exploded. How are you supposed to survive that? So there are books that cover this. Uh, one specifically, Dark Empire, which is a graphic novel. Uh, when he goes to die he transfers his essence into one of his clones. In fact, at one point, Luke meets the, one of the clones and goes, if you strike me down, I'll just move myself into another clone, and there are hundreds of clones is behind that, him. Is that the line, strike me down, I'll become more powerful than ever before? What? He no. does. He does say that line, if you strike me down... Strike me down. In the new, in Rise of I Skywalker? I think in the original one, too. Oh. Wasn't it? Something about, about striking me down and, uh, He you know. was trying to taunt Luke at that point, so I, I don't really know. Oh. I, I don't remember exactly. It, he was, it, well, I mean, it was kind of like a throwback to Skywalker as well. It was a throwback to him taunting Luke. Yeah. So you have Kylo Ren running around. He goes to Mustafar, which is the planet that Darth Vader had his castle on, gets the little Magoogan, the MacGuffin. MacGuffin. I like McGugan. Or he gets the McClunky. Yeah. He gets the, the McClunky and takes the McClunky to go see the Emperor. You see, he explains that, that he's you know been resurrected. He's got at this point he's like snow- 110 years old, right? 
Well, it doesn't matter because he could just move his body to another clone. But he didn't because he was all like decrepit and decapitated and, and no. What like they explain in that is that the the cloning techno that the dark side power is so strong and concentrated with him that as soon as he transfers himself to another body, it begins to corrupt it, and he can only last for so long in a certain body. Okay, that's the explanation from Dark Empire, which I know is not canon. But if you were familiar with these things, not to mention in the era to the Empire, the cloning technology is used there too, where the Emperor had a storehouse where he had cloning tanks, where he actually cloned Luke Skywalker from his lost hand. He cloned a handful of Jedi. Um, so th- now, this but, has been something that's been going but, on for but a while. But if you weren't familiar with all this stuff and you were just watching Skywalker, you would see that he was still alive, the same Emperor that blew up in the Death Star. You know that now you know that Snoke is just a clone because or something. That's yeah. why he's so mutated and effed up and everything else. Technically, according to the lore, uh, and when Luke they Skywalker sh- and when they show too. his hands, his hands are so beat up. I saw that and assumed that was from the lightning hands. That's why his I, hands were so screwed up. I will agree with you that that might be the right perception because I didn't understand why he was missing fingers and things like that. That didn't make a lot of sense. Like they saved his body from the Death Star. My best explanation would be that that was a clone that was just falling apart. Was just falling but apart. But I, I could be wrong. But I Which do. Is, yeah, it was based hooked on up, hooked up to machines and everything else. That's what was keeping it alive. But based on what I've read and and considering myself a fan and at least understanding some of the things, I, I could accept the explanation that he was a clone. All right, and, and well, I mean, and I can accept the explanation that that was the same one. We saw Leia float through space. We've and, seen and, some and, weird and space. And we do know like now that powers. basically Jedi can do whatever the hell they want at this point. Based on the plot, so, yes. So I, so I can accept that it's him. He survived. His fingers are falling off either from getting old or lightning fingers, whatever the case may be. Jumping into it as fast as they did in the beginning of this movie still pisses me off. Yeah, I, I, I felt like I wanted to not like the movie. And I, I, was ex- I had very low expectations and as it went along, I there are s- several times when I'm like, "What the f is going well, on?" And here? that's like, and that's the, the beginning. Light speed hopping, light speed hopping. Which Who cares? All, cool. of a, all, of a, all of a sudden, you can do that. No, they said before. Actually, Solo said early on, "You can't jump into light speed without coordinates because you'll go you'll through f- a planet. You could die. You you'll could go, phase you'll, into something." Yeah. Now he's he, now he's light speed jumping in and out of cities. I'm pretty sure that was. He did it knowing he could have died, but it just somehow worked out. I do agree with that, but I also don't understand how the TIE fighters were able to do that when TIE fighters technically don't have hyperdrive. And actually, as they were doing that, he was, yeah, because they said that. What's a TIE fighter doing out this way? TIE fighter can light speed jump. As they're doing it, and it was C-3PO or whoever was complaining, like, you can't do this, you're going to kill us. He's light speed jumping. The TIE fighters are light speed jumping right behind him. And they're tracking him through... So that speed. is one thing that they took from Last Jedi and continued with is that they could light speed track. So, so they didn't get rid of everything. But still didn't from explain how they can it's just a random thing that they now can do. That they could track objects through light through hi- light hyperspace. Through hyperspace. Or like, yeah. yeah. There were several times in this movie where I said, How the F can Ray do this? She's clearly the most powerful Jedi anyone has ever seen. And she's just because she just randomly is learning these things. I actually I remember she can fly. When did she, she fly? Do, so she's sitting in midair and she's levitating. And she's herself. floating. Yeah. Oh, and yes. then she flies to grab the little flag off the thing and oh, then yeah. drops to the ground. You know what's interesting? They say they do that. 
And then later on, when she's going through the Death Star, she has to climb and can only jump a little bit. Again, is I don't this like know. selective? The Jedi powers are now selective. Like when she's doing certain things, she can fly and float and do stuff. But now she has to climb, and if she slips, she's gonna fall. So here's the one thing that I'll say that kind of explains some of this. Obviously, we'll get to her heritage, which explains some of the reason for her power. But think of this: Baby Yoda in the Mandalorian <coughs> is a baby. And can force levitate. 50 years old. And can force choke a bitch. Force choke a bitch. And can levitate like giant rhinos and things like that. Yeah. So clearly, some people are born with the force who are force sensitive who have to be trained. And some just have an innate ability for it. Baby Yoda can heal. It was the kid at the end of... um, Heals Carl Weathers' character. Yeah, no, no. The the little kid that force grabbed the broom at the end of the shit movie. Oh, Last Jedi, yeah. At the end of Last Jedi. So, yeah, so some people are more adapt to it than others. Ray obviously is very adapt to it, but still, I don't understand why it's selective times. I just think, that, but it at least explains partially why she's so overpowered. It just means that some people can be so powerful and have the force so concentrated in them that they can innately do these things. Now, were they kind of now with the whole the Mandalorian, the Baby Yoda thing? Are they kind of hinting towards that, like his species is more adept at using the force? I would assume so, since he can do it at birth. Yeah, so or at 50. so so I that's kind of Yoda. So mm-hmm. yeah, or, but, but she's grabbing ships out of the sky like it's nothing. I mean, she's trying, but she Baby also Yoda... also blows it up. Also true. With, yeah, with, with lightning fingers, lightning. Which, was, which was the first inkling as to what her heritage is. She got a little too but excited. also, um, Ben was able to grab that ship as well. He was able to battle her for that. But he'd been trained by Luke Skywalker and Kylo... Kylo Ren had been trained by Luke Skywalker and by Snoke. Okay. You know, yeah, he so had he training. had multiple training. Okay. Uh, and that the speaking of the kid with the broom, so those kids, I just want to point out too, for all you Ryan Johnson lovers out there, that those children, those Cantabite children from the, the casino, they're all still slaves. You free the animals, but you didn't free the slaves. As long as you freed the animals. That's it sounds like matters. a Qui-Gon, uh, Qui-Gon Jin? Qui-Gon Jin thing, where you're not here to free slaves, I'm here to do a job. As I don't long like, as you free the animals, the f- people don't matter. What did you guys think about Kelly Marie Tran being stuck in the fridge? Who gives a shit? So one of the main characters... fucking useless. ...in Last Jedi just stuck in the fridge. Clearly Finn loved Rey, so that bitch needed to be sidelined. What do you mean, clearly Finn loved Rey? Well, as they're dying in the black sand or whatever, it's like, I gotta tell you something, No, that is not... We'll get to that. That is not what he was trying to tell her. That is not what he was trying to tell her. Oh, that's what he was trying to tell her. No, he's not, because J.J. Abrams tells you what he was... J.J. Abrams doesn't know shit. One of the biggest plot holes... J.J. Abrams is the one who made this fucking movie. J.J. Abrams knows nothing. We can say say this. One of the biggest plot holes in the movie that never gets fulfilled, and I don't understand why he didn't include this in the movie, because they make a big deal out of it several times. When they're they're about to fall in, into quicksand, which has tunnels under it, which makes no sense, but whatever. Because things just happen. There was yeah. oh, there was a lot of things in the movie that just happened for reasons. Oh, there is MacGuffins. So many for reasons. MacGuffins for MacGuffins MacGuffin to get the MacGuffin. They pop yes, reasons. MacGuffinception. We are seven levels of MacGuffin session. MacGuffinception. We have gone to McClunky. We've gone from MacGuffin to McClunky. McClunky. 
and it's just incepted our brains. It's literally like a wayfinder to get a dagger, to get a wayfinder, to get to a place, to take out a tower, to do a thing. Yeah. To, oh my to god. To randomly kill Chewbacca, but not kill Chewbacca because he was randomly on another ship, which they also have wasn't no explained. Balls for not. Oh my god. They should have killed Chewbacca. And it was that it, would have been actually balls. I was so much anger when it was like, oh, Chewbacca's alive. I was like, are you? F- then, me. like, seriously, you, you're gonna take the step to kill him and then be like, oh, he's randomly alive. That would have been some real you, character Because he was on another ship. For Rey, you could understand why she was getting f- seduced by the dark side, because she just couldn't control herself. She's so OP that she's like, damn, I just kill folks. Or she just hates animals. Okay. She might. I mean, if Chewbacca's an animal, I don't think he, he is. He is an animal, no, clearly. He's, he's got no. hair. What did you guys think of uh, Leia? She and ha- she was virtually one of the stars, dead, right? She rises from the grave. Well, yeah. what's, what's, the dead do speak. Well, Isn't that kind of the ironic? The dead speak. This is kind of like the theme of this whole entire movie. So J.J. Abrams, in an interview, actually went on about how that became possible. And I do have a sound clip for that right here. Uh, you know, we, we couldn't tell the story without Leia. We, could, we couldn't find a way that the Skywalker saga comes to an end and Leia is not present. And it felt... Of course, wrong. We could never recast. We didn't want to do a digital Leia. And luckily, we had these scenes that we shot for uh, Force Awakens that we were able to use. So it's all Carrie, you know, when you're seeing her, you know, perform in this movie. The, the beauty of it is it's, it is her. And it was weird because we shot scenes. We, we lit everything, composed scenes, you know, shots to match what we'd done with Carrie. And there were some times on this film where some actors weren't available for certain scenes <clears throat> when we were doing some reshoots, when we were doing some of the original uh, shoot. So we would shoot their side just for their scenes, and that's kind of what we, the approach we took. Mm-hmm. With Carrie, we, we, we shot sort of the other side of the scene. And it's really a testament not only to you know, Carrie and who she was and how great she is, but uh, to these actors who were in these scenes with Carrie, with Leia. Um, and it's kind of remarkable to see it because it's just, I, I'm not sure anyone would have a, a, a sense of it if they didn't know. God damn, can that guy so, just speak English and, I, and talk? And I do love, I mean, if there's nothing else about that interview that I appreciate more, it's the music that they put behind his interview. Yeah. But that is actually really interesting. So it was Carrie in every one of those scenes. Except for there was one pretty glaring, not so great CGI, like de-aging thing yeah. going on that so, I, I did not yeah. like. So, that yeah. was Billy Lord, her daughter, where they showed young Leia. That was Billy Lord. No, it was CGI. No, it's definitely CGI. I made that up, so I could have been wrong. Yeah. So, but what's interesting about that is they <laughs> did they shit. did use old footage. So they took the old footage and the way that that was lit and the way that character was lit in that footage, and rebuilt the scene and rebuilt all the lights. So the rest of that scene was now matching that same exact light based Here's on my question, this one though. puzzle piece. So basically, they took this one puzzle piece that was Princess Leia. And had to build the entire scene around that puzzle piece, including the set, the lighting, the personnel, the whole nine yards. And that's impressive. That's that's actually really impressive that you that they built entire scenes, lighting situations, camera shots, the whole nine yards, just based off tiny snippets of footage Slippet. from Slippet. you know from previous movies. Yeah, well, so one previous movie. Here's the thing, though. So that her footage was shot in The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Most of her footage had that Asian bitch that didn't exist until The Last Jedi. So not really. 
I got questions. She wasn't in the scenes with Leia. She was like, they would sh- cut to her, but I, I don't remember yeah, her the, being right next yeah, to her. Yeah, but you can isolate one person out of those scenes. The only time that you had her close enough to hug somebody was like when she was Ray. hugging Ray. It looked like a body and, double. And that, well, then they showed Ray's face was a body double, but then they showed Leia's face, and that was footage from beyond when she was hugging, I guess, maybe somebody else, and they spliced in Ray, maybe. Well, but, here's the interesting component, though. Think about. Force Awakens, and one of the controversies was that people were irritated that Princess Leia hugged Rey instead of Chewbacca when Solo was killed, right? But if you think about the context of they thought of an idea that Leia was going to train Rey in the powers of the Force, it makes sense all those conversations that they have together about her being... All those interactions between Rey and Leia make sense. And the reason for her hugging her is, yeah, because Leia thought, hey, this would be a really good idea for me to train this girl. So basically what they did is then in Last Jedi, they filmed all these extra scenes with Carrie. They're not Last Jedi scenes. They are Force Force Awakens. Awakens. Force Awakens. They filmed all these extra scenes with her just in case. I think there was a plot line that they're going to have Daisy Ridley train, and they just had to cut it for time. They also That'd knew my that guess. Carrie loved cocaine and that her heart could give out <laughs> at any minute. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Carrie Fisher's like, so why are we filming all these extra scenes? And they're sitting there like, Because you oh, like the cocaine. Don't worry about it. We're, uh, this is all just in case. Just Did, in case what? Um, uh, no, no reason. Didn't her and Hamill do like I really can't wait to see how this turns out. Oh, this I is don't awkward. Know. Like boatloads of drugs. I know she did boatloads of drugs because she talks about it, but I don't think Hamill does. Hamill uh, doesn't do the drugs? I don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, one other thing they carried over from Last Jedi that I, I found to actually make sense. It didn't make sense from Force Awakens to Last Jedi, but it makes sense if you go overall. Poe being a punk-ass bitch. He was real, like kind of like not very nice and impulsive. Poe's and, the pilot, right? Yeah. Yeah, should have been court-martialed a hundred times. Right. This is th- that is one of my biggest gripes. But they carried that over into this because then finally at the end he's desperate, lost, alone. He thinks they're gonna lose. He do- he doubts himself. He even says to Lando, I, I, "Like, how and, did you do this? I don't I know what to do." Do and I do appreciate that. But still, looking back at Last Jedi, I still hate him. He still should have been court martialed a hundred times. I mean, granted, Last Jedi was a piece of shit and they fucked up everything with that movie. Well, he should have been court martialed a hundred times in that movie. There was no reason to do anything. But they were assholes to him. They and were they all kept assholes. saying, just they, listen to also, women. Also, y'all look at that and, like, how, how could the rebellion have gotten as far as it did, considering that's how their leadership was? That was Last Jedi. It was a question of how the hell did the rebellion get this far, considering their leadership well, is this fucked up? Well, they did cost them, you know thousands of lives so i just i thought it was good though to connect the fact that you know like look if last jedi was gonna instead of having him be like this like roguish uh upbeat pilot that was gonna be like kind of the cheerleader for everybody they turned him into you know kind of a punk questioning authority not respecting the chain of command and all that for good reason but they made him do it which in this they continued that because he was rude to he was early on yes he was rude rude to everybody he was was very he was very rude to ray early on yeah you know, and just giving everybody the lip and not being a very good leader. And I thought, okay, that paid off. That's now, fine. what was impressive, where it paid off was after he was put in charge and he was the one who was standing there in front of everybody saying, this is the plan of attack. The language he uses and the words he says to the crowd in front of him was directly from Leia's lips. When when yeah. when he was When he was speaking to that crowd and he was saying... 
we're together in this. We are not alone. This is what we fight for, blah, 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 blah. I actually saw some of the Princess Leia character in that delivery right there, which was okay. which was really good. So I can see where you're saying they went in a good direction. Yeah. Here's another part that I thought was extremely meta. So there's a part where they go to that village before they meet Lando, and there's all those, like, squid face people, right? You know what I'm oh, you about? mean the, the scene from The Matrix? The, sure. The, the, the dance scene from The Matrix when they finally go to Zion and they have the whole dancing and everything. Sure, except for their squid face what? people. Yeah, the squid face Matrix. It's the squid face, squid face Zion. But Ray walks around and she goes, I've never seen anything like this. And I thought to myself, holy crap, there are like 300 people in full prosthetics that are moving. Like all of them have these tentacle things that are moving. And I just thought that that scene while completely unnecessary was pretty impressive that they looked like not CGI but they looked like full makeup effects with real makeup done and prosthetics and every character in that scene is an alien and there's hundreds of them and I was like did they really make up all those people they might impressive. have they got the money they yeah, do they, they could do have the money it. to do something like that I mean that was impressive and I do agree with you although unnecessary it, it didn't cool. it didn't detract from the movie that that was one part. That was a part that didn't detract from the entity. Of I feel like this they film. almost played the Tub Tub song too. Like there was a hint of it, it was there. So close, it's and like I subtle, hope they right? and, and I hope they did because they did not play it in the Disney Ewok Plus's one. version oh, yeah. of Return of the Jedi. What about the jokes? Uh, the Ryan Johnson one had a ton of puns. The Last Jedi. This they tried to have jokes, but I, I did not find any of them very funny. C three PO was pretty funny. Stormtroopers with the fly, that whole flying part. I thought that was flying stormtroopers was dumb. Super bad dialogue. Like, ah, mm. they fly now. Yeah, uh, Boba Fett was flying like thirty years ago. Yeah, so they fly now. Are, yeah, no. nothing. Nothing. C three PO said Boba was Fett funny. Was flying. C-3PO was decently funny. Then the one, like, the force mind tricks was kind of funny. Uh, that was kind of cool. Where that she was goes, cool when she forced But there was another... I was him. so busy saying, when the fuck did she learn that? That I was not... She did that... Well, she did that already in... Um, what's it called? When she was chained to the chair and Daniel Craig was the stormtrooper? True. She you're did, relieved she, we're here. Oh, yeah, we're super relieved you're here. Oh, yeah. Wow, great to see you guys. So I thought that was amusing. So that but. was amusing, but later on... Yeah, what? You're, I agree with you there when the stormtroopers are flying. Yes, the stormtroopers were flying. Okay, fine. Bubba Fett was already flying. Maybe they caught some Mandalorians, stole their technology, blah, 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 blah. C-3PO and the way they were talking, That yeah, that wasn't funny at all. Carrie Russell... I thought she should have had a bigger part. I really enjoyed her character. Carrie Russell? You didn't even know she was in the movie, Oh, did was you? that the, um, the, the Poe bitch? Yeah, Poe's girlfriend. Oh, really? The girl who only shows her eyes when she... That was Carrie yeah. Russell? That was Carrie Russell. She's like yeah. 80 years old. She looks so much younger. Well, she's when you like only see her 40, eyeballs... She's not really She's like 80, 80 years old. No, she's not. No, she's not. She has a wrinkly pussy. No, she no, does not. No, she, and he, Dude, no, in the American, she, she looks awesome. She's fantastic is that because it's like set in the 80s and you just have a weird king for old timey things no eh. google carrie russell you, google you, pearl harbor wait, kate beckinsale wait. i'm gonna watch your noob, pants noob noob have you never seen a vagina before i don't What's, think he has you do you do know vaginas have does it wrinkles, feel like right? a bag of sand you do know they have wrinkles right does it feel like a bag of sand <laughs> like have, have you honestly when you never grab seen... it with your hands does it feel like sand um noob noob's never seen a vagina so wow. i, I like they definitely role. should have her had, had more of her in this movie that, yeah i agree with that i dig her character she's pretty cool that was good 
And it's it's funny because she's acting through a mask for yeah. most of it. And I was like, wow, she's so much better than some of these other people. <laughs> a lot more of these other people. And she's wearing a mask. The Mandalorian acts way better than a lot of these people do. And he wears a mask the entire time. Okay, so let me ask this part. Was this strange to you? I thought it was a great lightsaber duel on the Death Star. They're fighting on the ruins of the Death Star. With the fucking the, tidal wave? Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. I mean, like I said, that was but how part, that come was there was where no music. Who cares? I didn't even notice. So in in uh, you the, you caught that? I didn't even notice. When you asked me about that, about no music at that part, yeah. I didn't even catch that there was no music there. I just felt like considering that in like most of the duels, there's usually some sort of some like sort of music, music behind it, some tense music, or something like building and everything else. Which is the the fight between Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and uh, who's the dude who gets cut in half? Darth Maul. Darth Maul. When they're fighting, that's that's what Duel of the Fates is. And I just thought that was a little weird that they didn't do that. Although I, ever since the snap in in Infinity Wars, I can appreciate silence. So. Okay. If if you can play it off that you don't actually need the music, that everything else that's going on is that impactful, I can I can I can fly with that. And I'll tell you what, like I said, I didn't even notice there was no music. So that's that's impressive. Okay, so let's talk about uh, that plot hole real briefly. Where Finn was gonna, t- what was he gonna tell Ray? According to that J.J. He Abrams, wanted to put a baby in her. No, that he's force sensitive. Did you get the idea that he was force sensitive? That's super stupid. Well, it makes sense why he could wield a lightsaber. Stupid. Why he could, it, yep. Stupid. It also explains why he had stupid. hunches. He said, remember he says, what are we, the woman says to him, like, what are we supposed to do? He goes, I have a hunch. Yeah. So he's an extraordinary, uh, you know, it's cool to see because it also pays that like. Stupid. Is this Duel, duel of Fates, right? Stupid. Yep. Yeah, this is dope. Um, so so I agree with Noob Noob that it's stupid. It does help the storyline move along, and that does make sense that, that was that's what he was going to say to Ray. Then was, why wouldn't he admit it to can, fucking Poe? Because Poe said that he thought the force was stupid or something. I don't does know. dumb dumb Okay, so let let me ask you this. Move then. on. I could, yeah, I could, I agree with Noob Noob on that one. Why but why I they thought it was just dumb decide, that he never told why It was dumb he never told her. Why doesn't JJ Abrams put it in the movie? Twice. They, they, they mentioned Multiple it Multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. They should have said it. Sense. Actually, he's in said love it. with her. He mentioned it. He mentioned it to her multiple times. He mentioned it to Poe uh, two or three more times. Dumb, they should have he should he should at some point have said it. Move on. Dumb. Okay, so does this make the first two movies worse? That's a that's an interesting question. No. You're talking you're talking really? about no. you're talking about Turn of the Jelly. No. Does this movie, Last Skywalker, or Rise of the Skywalker, yes. make Last Jedi and Force Awakens worse movies? Yes. Well, The Last Jedi is I always so. worse. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's always Last worse. Jedi is always worse. Force Awakens was okay. This movie was good. I think, so. it, 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 and that's also the inverse of it as well. The first half of this movie I couldn't stand because of how jumpy it was, how chaotic it was, how they had to force feed 18 million storylines into the beginning of this movie, which is why it was so chaotic, so choppy. I thought the editing was horrible. I felt like it was jumping around. I felt like so much was just jammed into your face at the same time that it made for a bad movie. The reason they had to do that was because the other two movies were such pieces of shit that they basically had to say, here's the cliff notes, 
or else you're going to be stuck with an eight-hour-long movie. And J.J. just had to get the Knights of Ren in there, didn't he? Just had to jam get those Jam them in, in there. there, too. Totally useless. There might as well as be glorified stormtroopers. They really were. They really were. When they were following them around, when they were going from planet to planet, when they went, you know, and they found Poe's girlfriend, the way they were just, yeah, it, they were completely useless the entire time. Uh, so speaking of, the reviewers cannot stand the fact that that, that so much of uh, Last Jedi was retconned. Let's talk about some of the specific ways that it retconned Last Jedi. So, uh, if you recall in the beginning of Last Jedi, Luke throws away his lightsaber. Yes. Yet in this movie, he catches it. When when Rey goes to burn the lightsaber, she wants to cut he herself off. In the, he catches it and he says, a lightsaber should be treated with a little more respect than that. Was that a direct line to Ryan Johnson to say "fuck you," buddy? I think it was, and I I actually appreciated that happening because of what happened back there, where it was Luke coming around and realizing, you know, I may have been an asshole, but you need to know better. He and literally I said, "I was wrong." Yeah, he said, "I was wrong to do what I did to isolate myself, to disrespect the Force, and all those other things." So I found that to be interesting that he literally. I just, it really does, it, it is disrespectful, because if you think about it, you know, the end of Force Awakens, the, it's, they make that, the last shot is her handing the lightsaber to him, and then Ryan Johnson's like, eh, he looks at it, and he throws it away, and it's like, dude, why sign up for a trilogy if you're not going to play ball? Just why? Why bother? If you're just that dumb. And my question is, how many porgs did Luke Skywalker sexually assault while he was isolated there? All of them. He didn't have to. He had those little lizard people. Those little lizard people took care of all of his needs. All of his needs. They were, um, how do you say? Uh, Multi. Happy ending. Happy oh, ending. Multi-purposed. Did they have lizard jazz? Yes, they did. So we did talk a little about Snoke being Palpatine's puppet. So Snoke meant something, just not. No, Again, Sno- yeah, Snoke why stupid. kill Snoke and not give him any backstory? Like, was your your Canto bite side story so important? You had to send Rose Tico and Finn on a pointless side mission. You couldn't explain who Snoke was, huh? That's what you were doing, Ryan Johnson. I think that I think that was that was just the problem. Is that it was such a piece of shit, and and he really was just trying to screw up the Star Wars universe. That Snoke was just he was trying to subvert your expectations altogether. I think that's what Snoke was. Snoke was a direct attack at I'm going to ruin the Star Wars universe and they were able to rescue it with Skywalker that they were able to take Snoke and they were able to be like yeah we know you're all pissed off about it but let's brush him off to a clone let's brush him off to a being that doesn't matter there was he was just a puppet so we don't care about his origin story we don't care about how he came to be so you're allowed to get away with it Ryan Johnson but we had to retcon it we had to retcon it we yeah. had to, I mean and that's that's what a lot of Rise of Skywalker was it was it was saving what happened in the last two movies I also really enjoyed they they bring up hey why don't we just do some holdo maneuvers let's just pull some holdo maneuvers yeah let's just suicide ourselves into their ships let's just do that oh, was that from like the last Jedi 
Yeah, the okay. holdo maneuver. That's where the purple-haired woman takes her. She's how she ruined all of uh, Star Wars. She was Holdo? She was, hi- yeah. She was Holdo. Admiral she was the holdo. one that light-speeded into to the, uh, yeah, the no, I remember the light-speeding destroyer the ship, yeah. So if anyone could do that at any time, you wouldn't even have light-speed travel because everyone would just be hyper-driving into other ships all the time. Also, random side note. Do you have any notes on the General Hux or the... Who's the... Do you have it? No, no, because I no, no. If you want to talk about General Hux, go so ahead. So how he's like the fucking spy and then just randomly gets shot and killed. Like he's a main bad guy in the in the yeah. Seventh that episode. actually was dumb as hell. He's too. a bit of a bitch in the eighth, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm a spy," and then I'm gonna get shot in the chest. How and die. obvious was that though? That was in he's and out. literally the only, the only person on the first order. That you could even talk like you couldn't name a single other. There person was no the first reason order. for him to be a spy. He's like, I don't care if the uh, I just the went, resistance win. I just I want just Kylo went, Ren to lose. I just want Kylo Ren. But to you, lose. but you could okay. So you can actually go back into those first two movies and see where he started to hate Kylo Ren and oh, where yeah, he decided that. that he was going to become the mole. That's still kind of. I think it was kind of dumb. Dumb. Still dumb. Still Why dumb. did they didn't even need to get on? If they had just killed Chewie, they wouldn't have had to be on the ship anyway. No. And what's the point of being no, on the instead, ship? It, there was no point being on the ship. Just so they could do that fight scene where they were in two different places. Where and she, that's where JJ, yeah, like where that's she a was JJ thing, where he's like, "I need this scene. How do we get to that scene? I'll MacGuffin eighteen MacGuffins to, to get, get to, to this scene. He's like, of, I want to have them fight, and I want them not to know where each other are because it'll look cool. They'll be lightsaber dueling, but they won't be in the same room. It'll be really neat. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. And how do we get there? Which is stupid. Uh, we could also talk about... We talked about Hux. I feel like there was another one I was thinking about. Maybe it'll come back to me. Um, we talked about Luke being wrong. I was wrong, baby. Uh, Ray's backstory of being nobodies. Well, clearly she's not a nobody if she's... Gen- if she's. Uh, but her parents cho- chose to be nobodies. Yes, they did. They well, chose to be nobody. her parents were escaping the Emperor. They were escaping Palpatine. And that's why he had them killed. Yes. And he was trying to you bring her back because of the power that he knew she had. So that explains why she's super freaking overpowered, though. Exactly. That explains why she is who she is. This was, this was literally the story of the Palpatines and the Skywalkers. That's, that's what Star Wars is. That's what but basically that's what this Star Wars is. That's the, what the whole freaking prequels are about is the rise and fall of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. What's the second the the original trilogy is about? The rise of Luke Skywalker as the return of the Jedi. He brings the Jedi back to life. Right? So where's Ryan Johnson get off? Being like, I don't want to make this about the Skywalkers. I want to make this about my thing. And I'm going to put in a bunch of jokes in this that are so funny. Ha 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 ha. Because he was trying to destroy exactly what Star Wars did for so long. By the way, folks, if you go and watch the deleted scenes of Last Jedi and see how many other really hilarious, not funny jokes that Ryan Johnson cut, it's ridiculous. He wanted to make Star Wars a comedy, and he just couldn't go quite that far, but he could still put in a bunch of dumb jokes about drinking green milk and milking uh, animal titties yeah. and stupid stuff like that. Who doesn't like to milk animal titties? I guess you do. Well, titty. Uh, just a couple fun, uh, a fun facts here. Uh, George Lucas himself endorsed Leia's plotline of being a Jedi Master. Okay. Sure. Which I now, think makes sense. Now when she force walks herself out of space 
that felt like a little much. Now in hindsight, makes more not s- so much. Little bit more sense. Still doesn't make sense, but a little once, bit more once, sense. Now, now with Rise of Skywalker and how powerful you realize that Jedi can actually be with what she did, eh, I could see that. And now I can actually see like Luke had that power too. There's just no reason for him to ever use it. There is no the, damn rhyme or know. reason to the Force, though. No. It, it's just they make up as they go along. It just is what it is. Um, in this movie, the whole Jedi recovery, the, oh, the, the, healing? the healing was... I saw that, and I'm like, of course they can, because why the fuck not? Or what about the the instantly teleporting things across massive distances? Yeah, yeah. but like when... He when takes her beads. But when the hell did Jedi get the ability to bring back to life people, to heal and then bring people back in, to life. In the extra continuity, it's extremely com- common, and there are actually people known as Jedi healers who specialize just in healing versus, um, like, there are some Jedi that are warriors, yeah, but some are healers. Now you have to go deep into Star Wars lore to figure that out. At no point did they say in any of the previous Star Wars that Jedi were able to bring people back to life. Luke should have grown his damn hand back. I know, right? There's always force healing, though. No, and where? No. The video game? Anakin, Anakin got his arm cut off, but couldn't heal his shit back. Oh, in the video game. Luke yeah, got yeah. his hand cut off, but couldn't bring his shit back. The, the, there's Those no are physical body parts. Of, Those of, are just... There were injuries that were healed, not physical dismemberment. Palpatine made promises to Anakin about, you know, become so strong and you that can you could make bring it, back the dead. That you can bring back the dead and or stop people it. from ever dying. No, he, he, he never did, but that doesn't mean that other people couldn't figure it out. How about we get to there one second? One more last piece of uh, just like... A, did you feel there was too much fan service? Mm. No. I didn't think so. There was a couple of pieces that I thought were kind of dumb. I know a lot of people were bitching about it, but I felt like it was necessary. It was necessary to save it from the last two movies. And Luke Skywalker's uh, X-Wing was sitting in The Last Jedi. You can clearly, they show you a shot they of it. They show the shot straight down where you can see it in the so water. So I'm not worried about that. What about Chewbacca getting Hans medal? That, I didn't even know what was going on there until I someone pointed it out to me. I didn't know what was going on. I thought he was getting his medal that he never got, but he was actually getting Han's medal. And that's what Leia was holding on to when she was thinking about, when she force projected herself to Ben. Also, her random death was just random. Yeah, but they also tied that into Last Last Jedi because Luke had to do the same thing. It cost him all of his life energy to to do the, the to, connection to force project himself so out that's there. exactly what she did so she's she like didn't, I'm gonna do the same thing well okay but she didn't force project herself but she to reach out across to Ben across the universe that's what it took she from basically her. killed her son and then died yeah she, it was well, a little weird I thought that would have paid off really cool too if she killed if she killed him like they didn't take any risk they could have killed Chewbacca did they though she, she got him killed she, no she killed with her proje- force projection she killed Kylo Ren yes she did Kylo Ren died at that did point did you think that it was fan and then service Rey, and then Ray pro- force healed him yes and that was Ben because did you notice at that point that his oh, scar was Rick. his scar was gone as well oh I missed that yeah uh, so when when Kylo Ren gets stabbed by Rey in that yeah. epic battle at the Death Star where the movie that was, was saved for me yeah 
Leia just randomly dies. And I can actually make the argument to my own statement that that was the most random, stupid death for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, but she force projected herself. She force projected herself, and her dying was what was enough to bring Kylo Ren to distract him from the fight and allow Rey to deliver the final blow. Now, he's stabbed through the gut. He's dying the same way his father's dying. She comes over and she force heals him. She force heals him to the point that the scar on his face is now gone as well. Huh. At that point, Kylo Ren is now dead. I honestly didn't holy sh- And Ben is now returned. Yeah. She did to Kylo Ren what Luke was trying to do to Anakin. I seriously okay. never realized that scar went away. Yeah. I didn't either, so good for you if it's real. If you did it really it. go away? The scar went know. away. At that point, the scar was gone. Yeah, his, I saw his face. Ro- his face was healed. I Everything saw it was healed at that point. Today, and now that I think about it, his scar kind of was gone. At his the scar end, right? was complete. His scar was gone at that point. The scar disappeared. What about uh, Han Solo's cameo? Did you like that? I thought he was a Force ghost, and then I realized, oh no, he's talking to himself. It's in this his was, own head. This was this was Ben returning. This was this <laughs> was return of this was return of the kid before he turned into. The Kylo bitch Ren. that was Kylo Ren. Yeah. So this that was the return of Ben. So did that, you so, like that or did you not like it? I liked it. Okay, I liked, I liked it. it too. I thought it worked great. I thought that this was this was what Star Wars was trying to do in the very first movie. That was the throwback that I accepted and I enjoyed. Yeah, and he he threw out the iconic line I know, which again was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It it yeah. worked great. And then and then at the end when Ben came back and then had to save. So the end fight was also filled with reasons. They were random. But they weren't so far out there that I hated it. With the fight with the Emperor, when the two of them got together and brought the Emperor back, and the Emperor's like, oh, the two of you are together, then I can heal myself. And all right, that's yeah, fine. Okay. I was okay with that. And then she dies. Okay, fine. She exerted everything she had into that. Yeah. Ben then force brings her back to life. Then, of course, yes, he has to die because that's... He had to use that, his energy. That's when I realized, oh, wait a second. It wasn't just force healing. This was... Me using my life's force to she heal said you. She, she said, said that when she yeah. healed the snake. Yeah. She said, I transferred a little bit of my life essence to that snake. I don't so, know why the hell she healed the snake, but they, it, that was a reason. They so, wanted to show the, the, why the she reason, did it. That was the McGovern to show how and why that Ben had to die. Why did Ben have to die? Reasons. But I can accept that this is Ben and Leia and uh, Solo now all finally being back together. I would have, I think I would have liked it better, and I just want to point this out that if I, if Ray died, I feel like there would have been balance to the force because clearly, um, Ben Kenobi or, or whatever Ben Solo, ben Solo is not as powerful as Ray, right? That's pretty clear. She's beaten him every single time they fought. Uh, yeah, and she clearly no. has more powers. She was gonna lose until fucking Leia interrupted him. I still she was think she she, she was she was exhausted at that point. She well, was. She, I think she was also conflicted with the dark side because she was clearly losing it there. I like yeah. the dark side cavern. Echo at that back. point, they honestly they could have taken that story either way. At that point, you could have ended the story with Ray dying and Ben living, or Ben dying and Ray living. But my point is that she's so powerful. How does she offset the force? Because the point is, is there always has to be balance, right? Now that the emperor is gone, you notice the fact that she has force? now the uh, sun-colored lightsaber. I I did at the very end. It was just yellow, but sure. I I believe that may be kind of the concept where she is the balance in the force now. Now she's now she's the light and, and the dark. 
she is that balance. I thought it was a weird choice that she chose a different color lightsaber, but sure. And it, I, wasn't the handle on that lightsaber black as well? I, I really believe. don't understand the yellow lightsaber choice either. Because no. because the evil evil lightsabers were always red. The goods were always blues and greens. Or greens, yeah. So, so so she went with the neutral, the sun, and red and, and, and blue, being more. And how being, does she just choose a color? That's not how that and works. And being and being most powerful because if you look into the cartoon canon, the Jedi don't choose their lightsabers. The lightsabers choose them when they have to go gather the crystals that power the lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Uh, why don't we talk about the the voices that people may not have understood? Because that was to the that Jedis. was both dumb and really cool at the same time. Because there were yeah. voices, certain voices popped out where it was like, "Oh shit, that was him," and that you was got him. Rid of that? and that was him Dude. somehow. Well, I don't know how. Easter, it's that one. It's the Easter eggs. Uh, so when you, I recognized a handful of them, but I, I did not recognize all of them. Oh! Oh! Here's another Easter egg: the ro- the little robot with the wheel, the the little oh, robot. Oh yeah, the, the random robot. Which when he, when he first showed up, I thought, oh great, here's just another stupid character they threw in here for no reason. That was the voice. Of, it was voiced by J.J. Abrams. Oh no shit! Yeah. yeah, that was another one. That stupid wheeled robot. Where I was like, great, here's just go. another stupid character that makes no sense. Do actually did play in later and allowed them to be another MacGuffin to get them to the last stages. I don't even remember what he did. He, he had, plugged he, him in he and had, he had, he, he was the one traveling with the, oh, Sith, the Sith whatever that they were trying to find. So he had yeah. all that information. Some bullshit. So here's the other, uh, so here, here was another cameo. Uh, did you pick up, there was a bartender on that weird planet that they went to with the little guy, with the little mechanic guy, and he had an eyepiece on, like a red eyepiece, a weird yeah. old guy with white beard and everything. Mm, no, uh, actually, I'm not remember this. They, the camera focused on him for a good like two seconds. Okay, that was John Williams. Oh, interesting. First time he's ever been in one of the movies. Who the fuck is John Williams? Are you that dumb? Seriously? Yeah. You don't know who John Williams no. is? No, you're an idiot. Wow. President? No. <sighs> no. Was he? He has a certain in... level of. In fact, I'm pretty sure that his name translates to maestro. Here, I'm gonna give you a hint. Oh, here's, can you do this Star Wars theme? Here's oh! here's new, new. Here's all the songs I've been playing. John Williams is a pretty popular name. Maybe it was a different John Williams. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> so the voices that Ray hears when she wants to talk to all the layers of Jedi's or whatever, she has Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, brought to you by Hayden Christensen. The worst. Luminara Unduli. I don't know who that is. Asaka Tano. Who was played by Ashley Exton? Exton, whatever. Ayla Sakura, don't know who that is. Mace Windu, Samuel L. Jackson. Hey, I heard that. I one heard for that sure. voice. Definitely. Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness as Obi Wan Kenobi. I, I remember hearing Ewan McGregor. 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 Frank Oz is Yoda. Definitely heard, heard that. that. Yep. Uh, Adi Galia, don't know who that is. No and clue. Kana Jarrus, I do not remember hearing Freddie Prince Jr. I would have been pretty mad if I did. And then I definitely heard Liam Neeson. As I think Kwai Liam Jin. Neeson was actually the last voice he heard. Quite John Jin. I I'm gonna try something real fast. I have this cool effect I never get to use, and I'm gonna try with uh, Luminara Unduli. Let's see how this works. Luminara Unduli. Yep, that worked. Okay, I don't I know what the point of that was. I just thought it would sound cool. Okay. Uh, so I did the cameos. 
We did the Force Ghosts. Is there anything else? I feel like there's not a lot of rocks unturned here. I did like no. the last shot. was very beautiful. It matches the beginning of New Hope. Um, we have we have a couple weird uh, critic, oh, critic critics questions. pissed yeah, off. Uh, like like on, on, the, on the rap, we have um, the rap's a website with uh, articles and shit like that. So the writer, Phil Owen, how exactly did Emperor Palpatine return from the dead? He has a whole bunch of weird questions. Obviously, it's because he has no clue what happens in the Star Wars universe. And has no clue about the first trilogy okay. or the prequels. So, yeah, he just uh, doesn't know anything. Clones are possible, people. So how did he get a fleet of Star Death Destroyers, or whatever you want to call them? Yeah. He was arranging for the rise of the First Order. He wouldn't make use of some of them, or why would he need the First Order at all when he has a fleet of Death Stars? Well, think about this. He loves orders. Remember he loves Order 66? Right? That's where he kills yes. all the Jedi. Yep. And then he has the First Order, and he just really, really wants to say the Last Order. So that's why. He likes orders. He's just like orders. That's just the way he works and operates. Yeah, it's, he just operates that way. What was it? Wasn't there another? There was another question that I wanted to answer. Um, it was connected to, to so, the why make the Star Killer base. Um, so understand the Snoke thing. Snoke was literally a fake person. We can assume everything he did attributed to Palpatine. If yes. so, why would he direct the First Order to build Star Killer base instead? He did not of using the Death Stars they already had. General, they addressed that in the movie. He must not have watched it or wasn't listening. They literally accused General Hux of wasting all of their resources building that idiotic star killer base. That's what he says in the movie. He literally uh, says right. that. When they're sitting around the table with Kylo Ren and they go, we wouldn't be in this position if, if General Hux hadn't ordered the building of that ridiculous star killer base. Okay. You guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember him saying okay. yeah, that yeah, he, he wasted all that time. Uh, I also don't understand what Luke knew or when he knew about Palpatine. A couple of decades before this new trilogy, Luke and Lando went searching for Exegol themselves. Does and it the, affect the plot? And in the present, Luke and Leia both know about Rey's family before she does, but we aren't told how they know or when they learned it. Well, again, does it affect the plot? No. It doesn't. And I actually... Didn't in this movie Leia say something about I knew or she like... She does you say know, she knew. But, you know... Jedi apparently like to lie, which has been proven in every movie, right? Obi-Wan lies to Luke. Uh, Anakin, Qui-Gon lies to Obi-Wan. Like, everybody lies, right? All the Jedi like to hide the truth sometimes. So is that one of the reasons why... So also is the question why Jedi weren't allowed to mate and everything else and, and have children could, because be attached to powerful they feelings. were keeping... But weren't the Jedi also themselves keeping the power to themselves by not allowing... Yes. You know, because think about it this way. If if the Jedi were allowed to procreate, then at some point the entire universe would be able to use the Force. Well, no. What because you would have is you'd have like kings, you'd have dynasties, kind of like the Skywalkers and the Palpatines, where before the Jedi would just like in the, in the prequels, there's hundreds of Jedi and they have seemingly a small amount of the Force abilities, but not incredibly powerful, right? They don't seem very powerful. And then you slowly start to see this concentration of power in a few families. And then all of a sudden, the, the Force gets extremely powerful, where so, you see Rey and Luke. And so that's the reason for the Jedi not allowing themselves to become attached and reproduce and have families. Would, it would make sense on some level. It's because at that point, you would turn out with somebody that was so powerful you that you would have an emperoratic character. Or you'd start character. hoarding power. 
right? Power. That's why the kings and queens would interbreed, you know, in the dark ages and shit. Because so, so basically, consolidation of power. So, ancestry would create stronger Jedi. Probably somewhere in that ballpark. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. So. Next, any other questions? Uh, well, no, that's all he really had. The other, well, he's the, an every, everything else he said was pretty stupid. Yeah, um, I just, I, do, I think it's not that it far. I understand why people have problems and questions, and like you said, it's tough to go back into the lore and understand this. But if you've been somebody who's been following it for the past uh, 20, 30 years, forty years, whatever you've been doing, a lot of it makes sense. I can say this with. I, I have been a Star Wars fanatic my entire life. Even to the point that the, the episodes 1, 2, and 3 didn't kill it for me. And that did for a lot of people. This movie saved the Star Wars universe as far as I'm concerned. It was... So you would... I guess the biggest question is, would you watch a new one or would you be done with it? Because at the rate it was going for me now, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. I don't want any more of this story. Skywalkers, I'm good with. Skywalker, the Palpatine story is done. It's yeah. over. This movie did that. It did a very good job at it. It wrapped up that storyline. Now with the Star Wars universe, we have years to go. You can explore very many other aspects of the Star Wars universe. We're doing that now with Mandalorian. This Which mo- makes me think, like, where is Baby Yoda and all this? Yep. This this movie, the beginning of this movie I hated, but the beginning of the movie I hated is because it had to rescue the last two movies. Yeah. So... I can forgive it for that. And and I hated the first half of this movie. Like I said earlier, I was able to, I was ready to walk out on it. I hated it. A lot of MacGuffins. When when it turned around and turned into a good movie, I was right back to where I was when I watched the original Star Wars. I was right back to that child enjoying and lost in the Star Wars universe. And and the reason why I fell in love with this this tr- this trilogy in the first place. Yeah. Well, I think that basically wraps it up. Anything you'd like to contribute there, Noob Noob? I like Star Trek. You, You're you. still you in You love it. Star Trek Discovery, right? Star Trek Picard. Star Trek The Picardy 101. Which next. you still can't watch Picard unless you have a subscription to CBS um, streaming. So from what I'm hearing, that. no one should watch Picard. And from what I've heard about Discovery, no one should watch that either. Ugh. Power Rangers? I love those. I've heard they're rebooting it. Again? Yes. Yeah. So, if you like what you heard here today, this was a very long and deep introspective of the Star Wars universe. So deep. Well played, well done. 42 years in the making, ladies and gentlemen. Deep. Welcome to Orc Universe, where we dissect it all. So, if you did enjoy what you had here today... Head on over to orc underscore you on Instagram. That's O-R-K underscore you on Instagram. Follow us there. Comment. Join us in the discussion. Go over to facebook.com slash our reviews will kill you and join the orc universe there where we continue these conversations and discussions and debates. All kinds of fun stuff happening there. Head on over to YouTube and search Our Reviews Will Kill You. We come up right away in this results, and all of our videos are there. You get to see all of the fun things that we do. It is a definitely awesome way to take in the show. You get to see my awesome Thanos ugly Christmas sweater. 
Less yes. people, more bourbon. Mm. None true words have been spoken. And of course, as always, our reviews will kill you is brought to you for free. Thanks to our friends over at scoutwillkillyou.com. Scoutwillkillyou.com, the one-stop shop for videos and stores and podcasts and everything fun. Go ahead and check it out. Also, click ourreviewswillkillyou.com. Ironically enough, it'll take you right back to that same website. Huh. But yes, scoutwillkillyou.com, because at scoutwillkillyou.com, Scott will kill you with the force. Force choke a bitch. Do you think Ray was stronger or Goku? No, God! Goku. No, God, please, no! No! Dragon Ball Z. No! 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 God! Had to get that in there. So from all of us here, to all of y'all at home, McClunky, and we love you. McClunky. There we go. Which means we love y'all. Ooh,